0: Everybody, this is Gary Kay, and you are listening to my a special edition of my Rants and Rays podcast. As promised, as I said on social media, we are going to have a special podcast guest in Dan Goldstein, who was just promoted to uh, the head marketing honcho. I, actually, I don't know what you're talking about. CMO, is that right? Uh,
1: CMO, yes. It's, yeah. it's, yes, that, that is the title, I think.
0: Keep marketing officer of Avixa. And uh, look, Dan and I have known each other for a little over 20 years now and I have an enormous amount of respect for what you've done in the industry uh, both in Europe right. and in the United States and in your time even at Evixa the short time you've been there you've had a big impact but let's first go back and talk about how you got into this industry I mean you're managing you're, you're the CMO of the most important association in our industry but let's back up where did you get in the industry from when, when was this?
1: Like, like so many people, Gary, you know, by accident, uh, honestly, you know, wanted to be trained as a sound engineer, uh, wanted to be an audio engineer, wanted to be a rock star, wanted to be a <laughs> actor, wanted to be a DJ, uh, didn't act, couldn't, didn't really have enough talent to, to do any of those things successfully, but, but what I did realize I could do is I could write, um, I could, I could write, I was able to write about, at the time, write about, uh, uh, music technology, uh, audio technology, and so I, I, as you know, you know, wrote for magazines, edited magazines, uh, both con- both in the consumer world and in uh, in business to uh, business. Ended up in the AV industry, working for uh, for what was then uh, UBM, which is probably when you and I first met, an yep. uh, in infocom show a-, a thousand years ago, and um, and, uh, and and actually, funnily enough, that that was an interesting one because when I took that job. I uh, felt like it was, you know, I'd been a magazine editor several times before in, in you know, different fields, and I didn't really feel as if uh, I just didn't have a great feeling about it. I, I don't know why. I just, you know, I just thought, oh, it's another magazine editor's job. Yeah, I don't know. I don't want to do, do all this again. And and yet, when I actually came to my my first Infocom, which was uh which was at the uh, sands when the shows at the sands in vegas probably around 2000 2001. um i just fell in love with with this side of the business um so so an audio guy who who came to fall in love with with av i suppose um and and i've never i've never basically wanted to uh wanted to come out of it ever since you know so um so that's how i that's how i got into to this industry and then, uh, you know, as you know, uh, left publishing and went to work for, for ISE and ran the marketing communications for the ISE show for, for six or seven years and, and, uh, and then came here uh, to to what is one of the two owning associations behind ISE uh, back, in, uh, back in, in, in 2014 and have been here ever since.
0: Well, I'll tell you, your journey is very interesting to me because obviously we've had a, we've been on sort of parallel paths for some period of time. Mm -hmm. Um, And uh, I had a great uh, deal of respect for your writing. You're a great writer. But let me tell you, for those people that don't know Dan, Dan is by far, hands down, the best dresser in our industry. There is Uh no one that compete with you in the way that you dress. Uh, You have incredible taste. Does that come naturally to you? Or did you at one point in time work for a haberdashery? Or where did that Um, come from? I know that's not related, but I still am curious
1: yeah it's what well, it's so funny um uh, people do ask and, and really the simple answer is uh my grandfather my my maternal grandfather uh was a tailor uh, in the East end of london he had his own tailor's uh, tailor's shop in the east end of london and um and uh, he was a very very big influence on me when i was when i was growing up and and uh was was always very interested in in, in fabric and materials and patterns and color and, and so on and so on and I just I just inherited that you know it was obviously it was something that was in my upbringing and I just kind of gravitated towards it when you're at an age quite honestly when you don't really you're not really consciously uh absorbing influences if you know what I mean but it, it just seemed like something that that uh something that appealed to me and I've been interested you know in it ever since and and in all honesty Gary you know I don't I don't actually know how, my problem is I don't actually know how to dress casually. I just, you know, (laughs) I go on holiday in a a shirt and tie, you know, I'm like, I'm going for dinner after work at a sushi place and people are like, what are you doing? You know, it's just, this is just a very casual restaurant. I just, I don't know. I just don't know what to do. This is, this is how, it's what I'm comfortable in and it's kind of who I am, you know, it's become kind of part of my identity, I suppose. And I'm really not comfortable in anything else. So so there are definitely there are definitely limitations to uh, to the skill set. there. Well,
0: let me tell you, if I were you know, you and I are opposites. First dress, I don't know how to dress nicely, and you don't know how to dress casually. Right. <laughs> Good match. Um, so. Uh, so let me ask you about, uh, um, since you've been at Evixa, which at the time you came to Evixa it was Infocom had been an associate, been called Infocom for about 25 years. I'm guessing somewhere in that time. Cause I remember when I first got back involved with maybe not quite that long ago with Infocom, it was ICIA and before that it was NAVA, um, right. and got involved in the ICIA days in Infocom. Of course, Infocom phenomenal brand with the show. But there was a conscious effort to try to, realize, to get the industry, meaning the industry of users too, to realize that there was more to our industry than the show, which I think is what led you to the idea yeah. to brand the association to Avixa.
1: Absolutely right, you know, Gary. In fact, in fact it, we weren't ICIA for, we, we were ICIA up until around about 2003, 2004, I think. Um, and then became into a international around about that time. So so about 15 years, 15 years ago. Um, yeah, one of the things that, that I kind of ran into, you know, when I started working here was, obviously, you, you know, you join a new company, and you ask a lot of stakeholders, internal uh, people, volunteers, external, you know, member member companies, you, you, you ask them, you know, what they think of the association, what they think of uh, the value that we're delivering, and and uh, and and so on, and, and all all the, all the questions you normally ask, you know, when you when you're starting a, a new job in you know, a you know you know relatively senior position, and um, and so many of the issues were were connected with brand. You know, you would say to people, so what do you think of Infocom? And they'd say, oh, I love that show, love that, that's a great show. Yeah, I slightly prefer it when it's in Orlando, but you know, I'm <laughs> not really a Vegas person, you know, but I do go to it when it's in Vegas. But and then you go, no, 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 the association, you know. Education, you know, training, certification, standards, market research, and they go, oh yeah, yeah, that Infocom, <laughs> and 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 so not only did they, not only were they were they, was the was the association very much in the background for a lot of people. In some cases, they didn't even make the connection between the two things. They weren't even sure that that we that we were the same people. That we were the same people. So. So it was very clear to me that, that that we had to do something. And I wasn't entirely clear to be honest. And I think my team, marketing team here was also not, not fully clear on what we needed to do. We just knew we needed to do something. Um and, and that's when we kind of hired a brand strategy agency and, and with the with the exact with the explicit instruction by the way that we were not going to change our, our name regardless. And then then they came back and did their due diligence and, and told us that's <laughs> what we thought we should do. Um but um, but yeah i think i think but i will say as well though it, it's it's not just about the Evixir brand i think we also felt um, that the infocom show brand needed a, a bit of a refresh too and so uh, actually that was the first thing we did the first thing we did was was to look at the infocom show brand and and how we might refresh that and you might remember uh, i think going back to the uh, I think it was the 2017 show in orlando when we when we kind of unveiled that that new look and feel Um, and, and that was kind of really, you know, really, really successful. And, and we had a a record breaking show that year. Um, and then the, the Avixa brand launch, which was just a couple of months after that, um, you know, seemed to, seemed to, you know, resonate and go down very, very well. I, you know, I had, we did a big launch to, to, to to the press obviously, but also to, uh, separately at the same event to, to our volunteer leadership. And I had people who serve on our councils and committees, and you know, who, you know, some of our certification item writers, the people who help us develop industry standards, those sorts of things, come up to me after that event and say, thank you, thank you for what you've done for us. I had no idea who these people were, um, other than the fact that most of them seem to be failed musicians and failed sound <laughs> engineers, failed DJs and record producers, <laughs> but, um, but apart from that, you know, so we had that in common, which is, which is kind of funny. but. Um, but I think there's a feeling, you know. In some ways, I think yes, it's it's great to talk about integrated experience, and it's it's great that we've been able to kind of define that and own that. But to me, and, and you mentioned, you know, uh, Nava earlier, you know, the fact that we haven't had AV in our name for for, for many years, um, you know, going back before and coming to, Africa, going back to ICIA, I think we were just you know almost almost embarrassed by by av almost it was almost like oh av oh you know not quite sure what that is we were trying to be lots of different things and 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 you know one of the things my team said to me was what is so embarrassing about av why can't we reclaim it why can't we redefine it why can't we broaden the definition of what av is and make it and make it really exciting and make it really forward-looking and and start to dispel all these all these stereotypes about about what it is and isn't. And um, to me, that's been that's been one of the one of the one of the great things about the rebrand is to really be able to talk about AV in a new way um, and put a and put a different uh, a different context almost around that around that topic and around that conversation.
0: And if you kind of break down the word of VIXA, it's Audio Visual uh, Integrated Experiences Association. Right. Uh, it works really well with uh, sort of. A combination of uh, we are the the heart and soul that makes the AV systems and you're the users you're already in and, and I guess the message in the launch was originally hey by the way you're already using AV you just didn't realize it was AV right,
1: right. yeah absolutely and and we find this Gary you know we as I'm sure you know we've we're following a, a strategic plan where where our brand <laughs> excuse me our brand identity is, is just one part of a of a five-part strategy to to uh, to help grow the industry and and be the hub for our industry and and one of the things one of the other parts to that is is what we call our industry awareness effort, which which uh, our director of communications uh, Brad Grimes leads. And and you go to when you go to conferences, right? You know where you've got uh, end users from from different verticals, influencers from different verticals, whether that's the hospitality industry, whether it's transportation, whether it's um, whether it's retail um whether it's the corporate world um all these people are using a v it's, it's just not what they it's just not what they call it uh, they just refer to it as something else they call it digital they call it or they call it display or they call it media or they call you know what i mean it's just there's no uh, there's there's no commonality there and 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 it's not it's really what what's really interesting to me is we thought we would be going out. To some extent, we are. You know, to some extent, we are going out. Uh, you know, um, spreading the word about about the, the business value of AV and why it's so important to to invest in it from an end user perspective, and with the intention of you know being that catalyst for, for for growing the market and 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 so on. But we we've been doing this for I guess about two years now, and what's interesting is that the conversation has moved really quickly. We thought we were going to be you know, like I say spreading the word and, and telling people why they should invest. and actually now it's, it's very quickly become well we, we know why we know why we should invest. It's, it's a no-brainer, but how do we do it? What's the process? Who, who, do, I need, who do I need to talk to? Uh, how does this fit in with, with the, all the other how does the technology fit in with all the other How does it fit in with IT? How does it fit in with and how does it fit in with everything else that's going on? Uh, in the building, how does it fit in with interior design? Has it fit in with architecture? And and so our message, which is which started off as being a why message, is actually turning into a how message, you know, quite quite quickly. So um, but I think that I, I, I just, just backtracking a little bit, I think I think we're a lot more confident doing that kind of work as a Vixa than we would have been as Infocom International. I think I think you know being able to Spell it out as AV is what we do, IX is what we create, and the A is the association that pulls those things together. Um, it's just you know Infocom International. What was it? It didn't sound like an association. It didn't sound like AV, and it, and it didn't sound like it didn't make any reference to what AV can create. It just it sounded like a telecoms company. You know, it just it just wasn't it wasn't who we were, and it wasn't who we wanted to be. So. So I think it, it's been really—it's it's not without its challenges, certainly. And I'm not certainly wouldn't wouldn't sit here and pretend that we're we've completely convinced the entire world of end users that they should spend more money on AV. Um, but but it's but it's been really exciting to to at least be starting on that journey and uh, of, of doing that persuading. And then the great thing for me is we. We take that end user feedback. And we find out more about what it is that's really driving end users and motivating them, and that helps to inform inform our own programs. You know, for 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 the supply side of our industry and, and for our membership. So, so it's just a one part of uh, of the strategy and the journey that we're on, and uh, one that I've, I've personally found found really exciting.
0: Well, they have the right person leading the marketing efforts in the industry. I think that you. Uh, I think this whole VIXA concept where it's going is going to inspire a lot um, and uh, hopefully one day and maybe even at Infocom we can sit down and have another discussion because what I'd love to do is pick your brains on where the industry would be, where you see the industry 10 years from today, but I know mm. that you've got a limited amount of time. I, so I want to I I ask if we can uh, do that at Infocom. In the meantime, I have one other question for you sure. yeah. with regard to uh, fashion. Okay, so okay. because our industry, you know, it's interesting. Our industry sort of has this identity, and if you could have an influence on that, uh, combine your expert, you know, literally uh, very unique expertise in, in fashion and where we are right now as an industry. Sort of, would you like? Would you love to influence that? Because our industry, you know, the consistency and, and maybe a better word inconsistency, the way that we present ourselves is part mm-hmm. of your plan. I think from a from a marketing standpoint, but. Uh, that also that also counts for people too right
1: yeah i it's an interesting point Gary. i I don't think uh, you know we i don't think we're in a position where we want to do our industry's marketing for it you know what i mean i mean that's that sometimes you do get that sometimes you do get that from members you know members will say "Well, you know can you can you can you can you build me a marketing kit that i can that i can white label And, and i'm like well, not really, because every every company is different. Every integration firm is different. Every events firm is different. Uh, every consulting and design firm is different. Um, you, you know, you, you have a different value proposition to your customers. You approach the work in a different way. People have different, you know, different specialities. You know, some people are really, really big on you know network engineering and and AV over IP. Other people are much more see AV much more as a craft and they're more into the kind of, you know, content and design side of things. And so, you know, I, I, I don't, I don't think we can, I don't think we can, like I said, I think we can, I don't even do the marketing. I think we can, we can act as that catalyst for growth. And then I think one of the thing, things we can do is, is like I said, is we can, by finding out more about what's, what's driving the demand, like, you know, why are people investing in the technology? What are, what are the outcomes that they're generating for their, whether it's for their university, whether it's for their cruise ship, whether it's for their theme park, whether it's for uh, their their corporate campus, you know, wh- wh- whatever it is. I think that as we, as we pass that information on to our membership, I think that that is what actually will shape behavior in the end, not necessarily how people dress, you know, in, in a very literal sense, but certainly how people present themselves and how people, uh, and it's one of the things that we, you know, we do at our AV executive conference, for example, where we give people a perspective on, on on, what's happening and how the demand for AV is changing in the different markets and how it's evolving. And then I think, and then it's up for me, you know, Gary, it's, it's up to the individual company. It's up to the individual company what they do with that information. We're not, we're not going to, in contrast to what we do, say, with our, with our training, uh, right, where we, where we do tell people, we teach, we say, you know, we say this is. These are the best practices for for project management. This is. These are the best practices for uh, for room design and, and and measurement and those kinds of things. Um, we. Do, this is not about teaching. This is about just painting a picture for people um, and and saying, look, this is what's going on in the marketplace. Um, these are the trends. This is this is what people are doing more of, less of. Um, and then I think it's up to the individual member company to say, okay. This is what it means to us. This is how we're going to approach this. And if that means that, you know, uh, to, to sort of just, you, you know, refine your point a little bit, if that means that a company says, yeah, you know what, we've got to smarten up our app. We've got to dress better. We need a better, we need a cooler looking website. We need, uh, we, we just, we really need to work on how we, how we face our customers. Then um, so be it. But that's but that's up to the individual company. And for some companies, that's that's not going to be appropriate at all. I think I think I think you make your your choices depending on what kind of businesses business you're running and uh, what kind of work that that business is doing and what kind of work you you want to do in the future and what value you want to be uh, to to your customers.
0: Well, I think that Avix is going to by default be a leader and sort of set the standards there as well. And I think uh, you know this will be. Um, the second Infocom, I think with Avixa branding, is that right?
1: Yeah, that's correct. So, yeah. That's correct.
0: That's so, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so that, uh, this one coming up in Orlando, there's a lot of stuff going on at that show. Uh, we're going to actually have another podcast coming up in about a month with uh, the team over at VIXA, your team to talk about all the uh-huh. special events you're doing around the show. Um, yeah. you're going to, everyone listening is going to want to sign up for that. Go to Infocomshow.org, um, or com. I think you have both. Uh, but VIXA, of course, is at avixa, Uh Dan, thank you very much for joining me today. I appreciate you taking this time. I know you're really busy, uh, but congratulations on all that you've done and a big congratulations on the position that you're in and leading our industry.
1: Thank you, Gary. Thank you for your time, and, uh, and it's always a pleasure. Thank you.
0: Thank you, everyone, for listening. Of course, if you want to see all of our coverage of last year's Infocom show, you can go to ravepubs.com slash infocom2018. Um, uh, Of course, we'll be covering this year's show at raypubs.com slash infocom2019. That site is actually already up, Dan. Believe it or not, we already have some news from the show uh, and some big news coming out of Avix in the next couple of days. So stay tuned. Dan, thank you very much. Have a great day.